one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. The following on podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. Before we kick off the show, I just wanted to take a moment to remind you that the ICC Men's Cricket T20 World Cup Final is taking place in Barbados this summer. This, by default, gives all of my fellow cricket fanatics the perfect excuse to go and book a holiday to Barbados in June and experience firsthand the euphoric atmosphere at the Kensington Oval, the cricket mecca of the Caribbean. If the cricket alone isn't enough to tempt you, then let me be the one to remind you that a trip to Barbados can also include leisurely strolls along the breathtaking coastline, mouth-watering flavours of the world-class Bayesian cuisine, and, of course, plenty of rum. Head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today to book the trip of a lifetime to Barbados, the best place to be a cricket fan. Hello and welcome to a special edition of Following On. I'm John Norman and today bring you news from within the England camp. The announcement of the white ball squads that will travel to South Africa later in November for three T20s and three one-day internationals. There's a welcome return, a couple of surprise inclusions and the official exclusion from the ODI series for three key players. You'll hear from national selector Ed Smith shortly. You're listening to Following Up. So welcome to the show. Uh, And we now know that England will play six limited overs matches behind closed doors in a biosecure environment at Newlands in Cape Town and Boland Park in Pal. The squad leaving the UK on November the 16th They'll play a couple of intra-squad warm-up matches. Uh, you can follow all the action on TalkSport and TalkSport 2 before the first T20 on November the 27th and the last ODI December the 9th. The men's T20 squad is as follows. Owen Morgan, the captain. Moen Ali, Joffrey Archer, Jonathan Bairstow, uh, Sam Billings, Joss Butler, Sam Curran, Tom Curran, his brother, Chris Jordan, Darwin Milan, Adil Rashid, Jason Roy, Ben Stokes, Reese Topley and uh, Mark Wood. The ODI squad, very, very similar uh, with uh, Morgan Ali, Bairstow, Billings, uh, Butler, uh, Tom Curran, Lewis Gregory, Liam Livingston, uh, Rashid, uh, Joe Root, Roy, Ollie Stone, Topley again, uh, Chris Wokes again and uh, Mark Wood. The reserves across both formats, Jake Ball from Nottinghamshire, uh, which would be a welcome return to the England fold for a guy that's been on the outer for a couple of years, Tom Banton and Tom Helm from Middlesex. Uh, three players who weren't considered due to injury, David Willey, Richard Gleeson and Liam Dawson. And interestingly, three players that were not playing the ODI, Series, Joffre Archer, Sam Curran and Ben Stokes. They've all been rested. They will return home after the International T20 Series. So plenty to digest. 
Let's hear from England's national selector, Ed Smith, who I spoke with. And he began by discussing whether Adil Rashid, a man selected for both T20s and ODIs, could feature in long-form cricket in 2021. The first thing to say is that you know, Adil's obviously making a very successful comeback from a serious shoulder injury, which kept him out of cricket for the second half of 2019. He wasn't able to, to play after the World Cup in the domestic summer, as we all know. Um, Adil's doing really well. That shoulder's getting better all the time. At the moment, you know, there is a real question mark about whether Adil um, feels it's the right thing to do to push that uh, by, by playing in, in four and five day cricket. So I'd say at the moment that that doesn't seem likely in the immediate term. However, you know, I think Adil is an exceptional all-round cricketer in all formats. And there might be a time when that's something he feels able to do. Obviously, from a selection point of view, as you all know, we as selectors like to have the most amount of talent to pick from. That's only natural. And obviously, everything we've done over the last two and a half years has been geared around trying to make you know, people available and, and, and to have those really super talented players available. But at the moment, I think there is a, a concern on Adil's part that his excellent recovery from his shoulder injury uh, and his terrific form in white ball cricket, you know, is something he has to balance as he looks to the future. I imagine when you're writing down your squad after you put in the captain's name, Ben Stokes comes in pretty soon after it. Just how welcome is it for you to have him available again for selection? He is a, a remarkable cricketer, actually. It was interesting to see Ted Dexter uh, in an interview this week with one of the media outlets said he was in awe of Ben Stokes. And, and that's coming from one of England's greatest ever batsmen. Um, you know, Ben is, a, is an exceptional competitor, um, a winner uh, and someone who gives to the team. So obviously it's great to see him back in the T20 setup. And we're able to, you know, select from a full uh, complement of, of players for that T20 squad and also for that T20 eleven. So it's great to see Ben back in an England shirt. The fact that Stokes and Archer and Sam Curran have been rested for the ODIs, does this mean that the focus, or one of your many focuses, is very much on the World T20 uh, and making sure that between then and now, England, as much as possible in these COVID times, put on the field the very best team that they can play. Sure. Look, you're absolutely right that we're further down that T20 cycle. You know, we have these two T20 World Cups coming up in autumn um, 2021 and then another one the following year. So there's that immediacy of the T20s. And, you know, Owen Morgan uh, and actually Joss Butler, the vice captain, have spoken about wanting to play something very close to a best 2020 15 or in the squad and then playing 11s as much as possible so they can play together and within reason and obviously we'll review that on a constant basis. The ODIs also, we believe it's a very strong 15 there as well, but yes, there's, there's a more time to go before we get to, to the crunch time of, of the next ODI World Cup. So in the meantime, you know, we, we want to have England teams succeeding across formats but we will slightly prioritise one over the other, as you suggest there. Uh, last one from me. Um, you talk about in your role as, um, as uh, head of selection, um, you have to bear in mind those players that are triple threats. They play all three formats. But of course, uh, the IPL taking place now um, and another one scheduled for probably April, May. 
can you uh, foresee some of the players mentioned or some of those players that participate in that tournament having to then miss England games when the, our summer gets back underway, whenever that is, May or June? Sure. I wouldn't speculate that, about that at the moment, Jonathan. I think the, the ECB's position for a number of years now has been to you know, permit players to play in the IPL. And that actually has coincided with England's very good form in white ball cricket and World Cup success and also now a very strong T20 side. And it's been excellent to see players like Sam Curran do so well at the IPL and to really you know, have those development opportunities. Um, it's obviously going to have to be a case-by-case -case situation where we as selectors and also players constantly evaluate what's in the player's self-interest and what's also in England's interest and that we are very sensible about player workloads moving forward. And to me, that's a very important conversation. The ECB's position has been to allow players to play in the IPL. Um, we are gonna take opportunities as selectors for England to rest one or two players when we think it's a good opportunity to do so. The second half of this white ball tour is an example. Um, and we'll also look to make sure that England teams are strong all the way across formats at all times but probably peaking, if possible, for those big tournaments when we need our best players the most. So plenty to ponder there. And Ed Smith also asked about the omission of Joe Root from the T20 squad. As expected, he said that doesn't rule him out of their thinking in a long-term fashion uh, with two World T20s uh, scheduled for the next two years and nor the other Joe, Denley, who wasn't included either. He was also asked a question off the back of our exclusive interview with Mark Wood last week. Now, you'll know that Wood said he may one day need to think about going white ball only. And that led to this line of questioning from the Daily Mirror's Dean Wilson. How close did he come to getting a test contract? And are you at all concerned that there's talk about him becoming a white ball only player, obviously named in both of your white ball squads for this tour? But there's, you know, clearly as a father, as an as a injury you know, battler um, and so on. Um, where, where do you kind of see his status between white and, and red ball cricket? Sure. Good, good question again. I think, you know, Mark played three tests in the last um, contract cycle. Obviously, he wasn't a test contract player in that cycle. You know, he played very well at times in the tests and it was great to see him bowling fast and contributing to victories. It's also the case, obviously, that you know, for example, other players who got contracts, you know, did play significant amounts of test cricket in that period. So um, there are a limited amount of contracts to give out and Mark didn't get a test contract in this instance. I think down the line, if Mark's able to be available from a fitness point of view and to be bowling at his best in really good form, I think a, a test contract is absolutely within his grasp. And obviously that's something we hope he aims for. We believe he could be a key player in all formats and again we're very conscious of Mark's workloads and we we spend a lot of time thinking about you know not over bowling Mark making sure that uh, he's at his best when we need him most down the line he could easily be awarded a test contract in terms of his own um, position how he thinks about the future and how he balances opportunity and possibilities that's up to him you know we work with him We'll try and get the best out of him. We'll try and keep him fit. Medical team put a huge amount of work into Mark, as they should, because he's a, a very trusted and important part of the England setup. 
but really um, sometimes players have to have to work out what they want to do with their own careers. I mean, he's, he's been quite clear that he wants to go to the IPL in the spring. Um, you know, there's clear advantage um, associated with that, um, with the T20 World Cup in India. But that's also going to be an extra workload potentially on him that you're not going to be able to manage and, and therefore you you may well have to to leave him out of England games in order to him to to be ready for the things that you you want him to be ready for such as the Ashes next winter. Well there's a lot of hypotheticals in that question and we just don't know what's going to happen with Mark Wood's IPL um, career and what, what workload that ends up looking like. Um, traditionally you know he hasn't had a a taxing IPL workload when he has been out there. So we'll have to see what happens there. Um, we'll be watching it very closely. We'll be working really closely with Mark. And I know the medical team, he's someone who they pour a lot of energy and support into. So I'm sure that will continue. And also we as selectors will be watching that very carefully and doing everything we can as one of our contracted players. Mark is one of our contracted players. The contract he has is for white ball cricket, but he's a contracted player for England. And we'll be doing everything we can to help him to be at his very best when we need him. So plenty to take away from today's press conference. Hope you enjoyed the chance to listen to the pick of it. That's about all we have for you today. But following on, we'll be back on Thursday with the Cricket Collective. This week, a study in South African cricket and how not to run it. I'll be joined by Neil Manthorpe. The next week, the IPL show on TalkSport 2 between 1 and 2 p.m. A preview of the final, which takes place on Tuesday the 10th. And next week's Cricket Collective will be a watch-along throughout the last hour of play. So be sure to join myself and Steve Harmison for that one. Thanks for listening to Following On. You can listen uh, for free on ACOS, Spotify or Apple Podcasts. The Following On podcast is proudly sponsored by Barbados Tourism. And this is your gentle reminder that Barbados is the best place to be a cricket fan. With eight matches from the ICC Men's T20 Cricket World Cup Series taking place in Barbados this summer, including the final, you can experience the summer of a lifetime by booking today. Aside from immersing in world-class cricket in the sunshine, Barbados is the dream destination for all travel enthusiasts. It is where adventure meets paradise, the culinary capital of the Caribbean, and better still, the birthplace of rum. If you are keen to unite with cricket fans across the globe for what is set to be an unforgettable summer, then head to visitbarbados.org forward slash cricket today. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 